0: the Take Imperfect Action Podcast, and today I'm gonna talk about three things that'll grow your online business this year big time if you choose to do them. So stay tuned. The steps, the strategies, and the kick in the pants that you need to get growing in the right direction. So, if you're looking to leave your perfectionism at the door in order to make a much bigger impact, then you've come to the right place. Thank you so much for being here. Now, let the fun begin. Hello, friends. It is Allison from Wonderlast.com. Happy Monday, or happy whatever day it happens to be while you are listening or watching. As always, hope you're having a great day. It is freezing here in Kansas City. It's literally like four degrees and my apartment can't seem to keep up with the heat apparently. I am from the waist down wearing two pairs of pants, two pairs of socks, a pair of slippers, leg warmers and a blanket. So I've got a real attractive situation going on down below, but it is so cold. Anyway, I'm doing great. It's just cold and I am ready for some sunshine. Does anyone else feel me on that? Is anyone else ready for spring? I know that I am. And I also know that I'm really excited as always to talk about the topic of the day. And today I wanna talk about three things that you can do that will grow your business this year, that is, if you actually do them. And these are three things that I myself have done. These are the three things that really helped me last year to literally more than triple my revenue. So you can bet your brightly colored buttons that I'm gonna be focusing on these three things again this year. So I'm really pumped to share those with you today and they're all totally doable and we're gonna dive right on in. But first, this lovely episode is brought to you by my brand spanking new mini course called Integrate where I show you exactly how I organize and automate my business in order to supercharge my productivity and my results. So if you ever wonder how the heck I get everything done, we're talking weekly content, blog posts, uh, podcast episodes, social media, email, customer support, helping my students, all the things while maintaining the life, then this mini course is literally it. I show you not only how I get everything done, but I literally give you the copy paste templates that I use to run my business. So if you are right now feeling overwhelmed or or you're struggling to get it all done and your business stuff is all over the place, then be sure to check it out. It is brand spanking new. You can see it on my website, wonderlast.com/ forward slash integrate. Again, that is wonderlast.com/ forward slash integrate. Or you can just go on over to my website, wonderlast.com, and in the top main nav, you will see courses and you can click on that. But now back to the topic at hand, let's talk about three things that you can do that'll grow your online business big time this year if you actually do them. Starting with number one, go all in on one revenue generating thing for three months. Um, so instead of focusing on creating and selling multiple different things or maybe doing multiple different promotions, give 100% of your focus and your and your efforts on one just one revenue generating thing for three months because one of the best ways to not gain traction and to not gain momentum is by spreading yourself too thin, trying to do too many things, trying to have too many revenue generating offers that you're focusing on. And not only that, but it confuses your audience. And a lot of times people will have multiple different revenue generating things that they're focusing on or even multiple different businesses in multiple different niches because they are afraid they're afraid to go all in on one thing in case that one thing fails and if you can't see me i am doing air quotes when i say fail because you might know this about me already but i always say there is no such thing as failure failure really is just an illusion there are only learning opportunities and opportunities to grow i've got a whole episode on that by the way episode number three if you want to hear me talk more about that But the reason why a lot of times people choose a lot of things to focus on, be it different revenue generating offers or businesses is because they're afraid to go all in on one in case it quote unquote fails. And I've been there too, like I've been there before. It's scary to go all in on something. There was a period in 2016 where I was jumping from promotion to promotion and on different course to different course because if, Deep down, I was being honest with myself. I was afraid to just focus on one because what if that one, you know, it it didn't take off or what if by going all in, I would have wasted time on something that didn't work. And so I spread myself too thin, jumping from thing to thing. And in the long run, I believe that really hurt my growth. Not only that, but it made me feel completely overwhelmed. So going all in is scary because people don't go all in on one thing and they've got a bunch of different paid offers, it's really going to be so much harder to gain traction, to gain that momentum. You know, it's like by focusing on more things, you're essentially allowing yourself a bunch of backup plans. So I'm not saying that you can't have multiple different businesses or to have multiple different paid offers. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is that, If you currently have multiple paid offers or you've got multiple businesses going, but they're not sustainable, they're not bringing in consistent, sustainable revenue and running like a well-oiled machine, then I'm willing to bet that the reason is because you haven't truly gone all in with just one thing and therefore you're not gaining that momentum anytime that a student comes into my program the complete online business blueprint and they tell me that they are starting two different businesses at the same time to me that translates that they're too afraid to go all in with one business because they're afraid of oh crap what if that one business fails But in reality, that's hurting them more than helping them. They're gonna be spreading themselves too thin. It's way more work to run two businesses. One business is already enough work and they're not going all in and that's where the magic happens. So this year, I wanna challenge you to go all in on just one revenue generating thing for three months. Why three months? Three months is the perfect amount of time for you to actually give it the amount of attention and focus that it needs. But three months is also a good amount of time so that if it's not working, you can pivot. Or if it is working, you can really plan out the next three months to build on that. So three months is kind of like the magic number. That's why I do all of my planning in quarters, Um, but really going all in with one thing. So what that looks like is every single day when you're doing your stuff and you're planning out your schedule and your tasks, You are doing all of those things towards that one revenue generating thing. So you are creating that thing if it still needs to be created. You are promoting that one thing. You are marketing that one thing. You are getting that one thing out there. You're getting people in it. You're talking about it. You're getting feedback uh, from people about it. You're putting systems into place for selling it. You're not focusing on multiple different things. So if you've currently got multiple revenue generating things that you're trying to like, create and sell at the same time, I challenge you to do just one. This is something I did last year. I literally spent four months focusing all of my attention on just one thing. And that paid off huge because I was able to focus on what was working, what was not working. I gave all my attention, I got the momentum, I put systems into place and it paid off. And then once it was running like a well-oiled machine, then I moved on to focusing on the next thing. So focus all of your efforts on one thing because you're gonna get more momentum that way and your sanity is going to be more intact, I promise, if you're not doing 100 million things. The next thing that you can do to grow your business this year, should you choose to do it, is to add more personal touches to your business. This is one of the best ways to stand out and also to actually make more sales and get more customers, especially nowadays. Because nowadays, people are kind of sick of bots and automated responses. It's so digital, and now more than ever, people just want connection, people want to feel heard, people want to feel understood. And so the more you can add personal touches into your business, which at this point is really rare, the more that is going to work in your favor with making more sales and also just having a bigger positive impact on your audience. So for example, let's say you've got a customer and they, potential customer, you've got a potential customer and they are currently trying to decide between something that you offer and an offer that is almost exactly the same from someone else. So they're basically trying to decide between two things that are the same but from two different people but let's say that the other person they're considering buying from reaches out to them sends them a personal message and it's just like hey i saw that you're on the fence do you have any questions can i help you with anything they send the cus- potential customer a, a personalized message which person do you think that customer is going to be more likely to buy from not you, because they other the other person was the one that personalized it, that reached out to the person that connected with him and tried to make them feel heard and understood. And so adding in those personal touches are not only going to help you, but they're going to help make you stand out from everyone else in your industry who might be selling the same or similar types of things. It goes a long, long, long way. And the more that you can add these personalized touches into your business and the way it runs, the more sales that you're going to make. For example, I'll throw out some examples of personalized touches. Last summer, I wanted to get some people into my program, The Complete Online Business Blueprint. And I didn't feel like doing a big old launch. In fact, I didn't do any big old launches last year. Um, I just wanted something that would feel light and easy and not be hard. And so what I did was I got on Instagram and I did some Instagram stories three specifically and basically in those stories I explained where I was at a few years ago with my photography business and trading dollars for hours and then I went on to explain in the next story which stories are 15 second clips if you're not on Instagram you gotta check them out they're awesome But in the next 15-second clip, I explained, and here's where I am today. Here's how my business runs on passive income. Um, And then in the third story, I was like, I have a free masterclass to help show you how to do this. Would you be interested in watching it? And I used the poll feature that said yes or no. So people could hit yes or no if they were interested in learning more. And what I did was from that point on is after... Um, right before the story expired, because they only last 24 hours, I went in and I clicked on the yes to see who exactly said yes, and I messaged each and every person on Instagram I mean, using the you know private DMs. I went in and messaged every single person that said yes, reached out to them, was like, hey is there anything i can help you with do you have any specific questions and then i dropped the link to the masterclass and not only were the majority of those people like whoa like you actually reached out and talked to me but they were excited to check out the masterclass and i think only like 150 people saw that story but i had 10 people buy and that was that is a $1000 program so i made $10,000 from like 20 minutes of work. And then it took me maybe 30 minutes to send out those personalized messages. And that was an extremely high conversion rate for something that was so high in price or higher in price. And so that personalized touch went a long, 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 long way. Another um, example of personalized touches is during when I was launching and when I was doing open and closed cart, um, I would add a live chat on the sales page during the final day so that I could literally talk to anyone who was on the sales page that was on the fence. And I don't like saying sales page, by the way. I prefer to say like, for me, since I offer courses, I like to say course page. Um, Anyway, slight, slight side note. But I would reach out to the people on the sales page. People could like click the chat, ask me questions, And I was able to get five people who were on the fence about enrolling to come on over and enroll because I was giving them personalized attention, because I was answering their questions, I was addressing their fears, I was giving them encouragement five people that probably wouldn't have bought or enrolled if I had not been there to give them that personalized help. If someone has an unanswered question about your thing, then they're likely gonna either A, not buy, or they're gonna buy but end up with buyer's remorse because they're gonna be like, I don't know if I just did the right thing. So that's just another example of personalized touches. So Let's talk about ways that you can add personalized touches to your business. We're still on number two. Um, So live chats, like I just said, on your sales pages. I used Zendesk, they're awesome. Also getting people into the DMs on social media, like I talked about with my Instagram one. So Facebook messages, getting people um, into your Instagram DMs and don't do this in a way that's like, like just un- sending people unsolicited messages. That's not what I'm saying because I've had people do that and I'm just like, whoa, like who are you and why are you messaging me? Um, you want it's really important side note to make sure that you're messaging people that have actually expressed interest. So like in the example that I shared when I asked if people were interested and then I only messaged the people who said, hey, yes, I'm interested. So you can do this by like getting people engaged, asking them questions, seeing what they're interested in, seeing if they need help with something and then if they raise their hand, Then you send them a message or just encouraging people to reach out to you via DMs, letting them know that you're really happy to like respond to questions or just to help them. Um, So DMs are huge, 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 huge. So, so, so valuable. I'm definitely spending even more time in the DMs this year. Also setting aside time each quarter to actually talk to your potential customers, to your ideal customer, but setting aside time every single quarter to literally sit down and chat with a couple people, whether that's on the phone, whether that is on Skype, whether that is on Facebook Messenger, but literally communicating person to person getting to know them, getting to know their feedback, getting to know what their current struggles or concerns are, what they want. This is so valuable and it's one of the best ways to grow your business. So that's another way you can add personalized touches is by straight up, Uh, just talking to people, also doing sales calls. So I don't do a lot of sales calls, but I have before. Basically, um, I don't think these are good for, side note, if you have like really low price point things, you don't wanna be jumping onto a bunch of time-consuming calls. But if you offer something that's a little more high ticket or high price, like a program or maybe coaching group, uh, the one-on-one coaching, I almost said single coaching. (laughs) That's not what I meant. But if you offer something more higher priced, Offering to get on the phone with people who are unsure for like 10 or 15 minutes just to see if they're a good fit is so valuable and it means so much to the person who's considering buying if you are willing to like just sit down with them one-on-one and talk them through it. I've done it before during launches where I was launching my program, the $1,000 one I was talking about earlier, and I had some people who were unsure, they reached out via email, and I was like, let's just get on the phone and let's talk about it and we did and they one person we discovered it wasn't the right fit that's totally fine that's it's not for everyone and then i was able to get someone who it was the right fit for into the program so that's really valuable and then Two more ways you can personalize your business is by having people reply to your emails. So when you send emails to your list, just ask a question and get people to engage and say, hey, let me know what you think about blank, hit reply to this email. And actually telling people to do that is important because a lot of times people are like, oh, I didn't realize I could apply. I just thought it was automated. So actually encourage people to reply. And then when they do reply, try your best to respond to them and acknowledge that they replied. And then, One final way you can add another uh, personalized touch to your business this year is by um, sending some type of gift to new customers. This will vary depending on what type of business you have. So for example, when I was still doing my photography business and I booked a new couple to shoot their wedding, as soon as I booked them and I had their deposit, I would send them a welcome gift. So I would send them a tangible card and I had like a little gift bag, mostly geared towards the bride and it would have like perfume in it and I would send it to her and to them and it made such a big difference. It got the relationship out on the right start. It it wowed them from the beginning. It was helping to reinforce that yes, I made the right decision, but that is not feasible if you're getting like a ton of new customers online. However, there are services online where you can essentially hook it up to whatever it is that you use to get people's payments through, and you can have automated, tangible cards sent via mail. So like if someone enrolls in your course, for example, an automated but real card would go out to them, and you can send gifts this way. I'm blinking out on the service and what it's called, so I'm going to have to look it up when I'm done with this and link it below. Um, in the show notes later once this goes up on my site, but I'll link it below. But touches like that, personalized touches, go a long, long, long way, and they're gonna be the thing that turns someone who's maybe lukewarm into a quote-unquote raving fan of your business. So personalized touches. Okay, I had a lot to say on that one. Sorry, that one was kinda saggy, but I think it's really valuable to do in your business. The third thing that you can do this year to grow your business is go with your gut. Now, I realize this might sound a little corny. Maybe you rolled your eyes a little bit, I don't know, but I truly believe that your intuition is never going to lead you in the wrong direction. It is there to help you navigate through choices, and it's always, I believe, gonna guide you towards the right choice or the best possible path that you should take. It's gonna help you get the results you want faster. It's gonna lead you down the most joyful, fulfilling path and this is another reason why I've added in daily meditation into my day and what I was really focusing on last year is because my mind was always so consumed with overthinking and anxiety and fear that I never really tuned into my intuition. My mind was always clogged with like the what ifs. And so now I literally sit down and I've trained myself to be still and present because when I do that, when I calm my mind down and I stop it from chattering, I can hear that teeny tiny little voice that is deep down inside, it's very quiet, but I can actually hear my intuition when I do that, and I can almost always, with confidence, make whatever decision it is that I'm in the middle of making, In my business. So when I say intuition, you probably know what I'm talking about. We all have it. It's that tiny little voice. It's that little gut feeling. Sometimes you feel it in your chest or your heart. It is that small, tiny voice that once you calm down your mind is like whispering just ever so slightly. And a lot of times it gets ignored because we're too busy doing the mind chatter, monkey mind stuff. But think back. I'm think back to a time where you knew something in your gut. Maybe you were trying to decide between something and you you knew in your gut the right choice to go with, but it just, it like didn't it, when you saw it, it didn't look right, but it felt right. And so you went with the other choice. And then later on you were like, oh, I knew it was the other thing. I felt it in my gut. How many how how many times have you said that? I know that I have. When I have ignored, I have intentionally ignored my intuition and then it bit me in the butt later and I was like, oh, I knew it. I felt it and I ignored it. That's what I'm talking about. We all have it. It's just that sometimes a lot of us can't hear it because we're too busy with the mind chatter. So. What I am meaning now for this to apply to your business is anytime that you're trying to make a decision in your business, and this can be a big decision, this could be a little decision, maybe it's just what to have for lunch, take a minute or two to just sit down and shut your mind off, get past the emotions like fear, anxiety, or whatever you're currently feeling, and just listen to that little still voice because there's a difference. Your intuition is not that like emotional, you know, it's not that mind chatter. It's not you feeling anxious. It's what's underneath that. So take a moment to get present and go with what's underneath that. If that is literally how I'm running my business this year, um, I don't know if you heard, I was the the podcast episode that I was on last month. I was on my mentor James Wedmore's podcast, the Mind Your Business podcast. And we were talking about my year last year and how much growth there was. And I literally told him on that podcast episode, one of the main ways that I'm gonna run my business this year is by going with my intuition more. Truly, it's not gonna lead you astray. And so I've built my whole day now around helping to promote that mind space so that I can hear my intuition. So that's a big, big Ricky, big, big Ricky. That's a big, big thing that you could do in your business. And one quote that I just wanna drop because I love, I actually put it in my bullet journal for this month is, if it looks right, but it feels wrong, that's fear. If it looks wrong, but it feels right, that's intuition. A lot of times it's like counterintuitive, like something might not, like, oh, that can't be right. It doesn't look right, but it feels right. Then that's the right thing to do. So get present. When you're making decisions, try it on small things, start small and then tune into it for the bigger things. And it's gonna make such a big difference. If you're wondering, like maybe going back to number one of like what to focus on, like what is the one revenue generating thing you should focus on, listen to your intuition. I guarantee you, you're going to get a teeny tiny inkling of which one you should focus on. So let's do a quickie recap of how you can grow your business this year by doing three things if you actually do them. Number one is to go all in with just one revenue generating thing for three months. Number two is to add more personalized touches to your business, the more the better in my opinion. And number three, go with your gut. Start getting into the habit of anytime you're making a decision, sitting down, getting quiet, trying to dig beneath your mind chatter and the emotions and listening to your gut and going with it. And the more you do it, the easier it's gonna be and the stronger and more clearly you're gonna start hearing your intuition and things are just gonna start unfolding in the most beautiful way, I promise. So with that, it is time to take action. I've got one action step that I want you to take, preferably today, and you can do it in eh, about 20 minutes. So your action step is to sit down, and write down one revenue-generating activity that you will focus on for the next three months. And if you're wondering what activity that is, then practice using your intuition and going with your gut, get quiet, And if you would like some bonus points, then also write down one personalized touch that you could implement into your business this week. We just went over a ton of them, so choose one. Maybe you'll start, you know, getting people into your DMs on Instagram. Maybe you'll start reaching out to people on Facebook Maybe you will sit down and talk with some of your potential customers, but choose one personalized touch to implement into your business this week. Go on and just try it, see what happens. But if you make that a thing for the entire year, oh my goodness, I promise you, you're going to see so much growth. It will be inevitable. Okay, well, that is it for today's episode. I went over. I am so sorry, by the way, I intended for these episodes to always be between. 15 minutes and 25 minutes and the last few have been more like 35 so Thank you for sticking with me until the end. I promise that I will do a more um, short and precise episode in the next, but I hope that you have found this helpful. I would love to hear what you're going to be choosing from the list of ways to personalize, any thoughts that you might have. Tag me on Facebook, tag me on Instagram, at wonderless. I would absolutely love to hear from you as always. I genuinely do. I read every message and I try my best to respond to all the messages. So let me know what one thing you're gonna focus on this year. And that is it, hopefully I didn't blow up my microphone from the excitement. Okay, (laughs) bye.